Gigapod is a podcast where we interview companies building exciting and economically sustainable business models in the gig, circular, and sharing economies. Make sure to subscribe and to find out more, go to gigapay.co forward slash gigapod. Welcome to Gigapod. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by Kavita Nadan, who is the CEO and founder of Locomate. Welcome, Kavita. Thank you so much for having me, Raya. It's so fantastic that we have you with us because you're our first Australian guest to the podcast. And you and I have known each other for quite a few years from when I was living in Australia. So it's amazing to see our lives sort of joined together and in a sort of a very different way and to see that you're doing something so amazing with Locomate. So it's such an honor to have you with us, Kavita. Thank you so much, Raya. And so tell me a little bit, Kavita, about yourself and tell us about yourself and tell us about Locomate. So what it is and what you guys are doing. Sure. Okay. So I'll start off by telling you about myself. So I'm a pharmacist. I've been in the pharmacy industry for over 20 years. I started off as a pharmacy assistant and then went on to obviously enrolling in the degree for pharmacy. And in that time, I still continued to work in the pharmacy, so retail pharmacy. Mm. And, you know, through my experience, I've gone through obviously being a pharmacy assistant, but then on to onto being a locum when I first registered, which is if For people who may not know what a locum is, it's a pharmacist who temp works. So, you know, fills in if people need annual leave or if there's sick days, et cetera. And then I went on to managing my own pharmacy for about four years and now I'm currently an owner pharmacist. So I guess Locomate, this experience is what helped for Locomate to come into fruition Mm. And yeah, so that's my background in terms of the pharmacy experience and skill set that I bring. And, you know, I co-founded Locomate with my husband and partner in crime, his name is Serge, <laughs> and he brings the, the IT industry to it all because I have no idea about that side of it and vice versa, I suppose. So it was quite an interesting mix Prior to to us working on Locomate, we didn't really have any sort of crossover between our professions. And so this has been a learning curve in itself for us to now join together and and to have created Locomate in itself. So what is Locomate? I guess the best way to talk about Locomate is to start from how it all actually started in the first place. So I came home one day and this was at the peak of COVID and I had used a lot of locums during that time as my regular pharmacist had called in sick, they had had to get COVID tests done and back then, you know, turnaround for test results was close to 10 days. And so what ended up happening was I had to hire a lot of locums to cover shifts at my pharmacy. But in particular, I remember this one night and what what Serge and I would do a lot is, you know, sit around and debrief, especially during COVID because I would be working long hours, long nights. So we would have this debrief session around the kitchen table where we would just tell each other about our days and it was really good to let a lot of stuff off my chest and vice versa for him. And I had received an invoice or a bill in in, in my email that day for the locums that I'd, I'd hired during that month. And it had completely blown my budget for the month, something that I hadn't accounted for and something that I wasn't aware of. So what it highlighted to me was like, you know, I was being sent locums who were close to double the wages that I expected to pay, the standard rate, and I had no idea. And on top of that, 
a lot of these locums were coming from places and I had to pay travel, which again, I was not aware of as well. Mm. So, and as we started discussing and talking about this is, you know, it's not something that was just significant to that month. It is something that, you know, the whole locum hiring process, I'd had inefficiencies with it and problems with it for years while I was a managing pharmacist to, to now as an owner as well. And so as we talked through it all, so just like, okay, so you've, you've had all these issues. Surely, you know, there must be a better way to automate this system. So maybe I'll look up something for you so we can just get you a piece of software or platform that you could use to make this process a lot easier. And we looked and we searched and we couldn't find anything. So mm. here we were then sitting at like 11 p.m. and that, trying to look at this and we're like, oh, my goodness, there's nothing that exists on the market today. Mm. Even overseas, as we looked, you know, there were things that were, probably 60, 70% of what we needed, but still not the full concept of what we had in mind. And so we, that's when the, the whole journey started. We sat down and Serge being Serge, he's very meticulous and, and planned. He drew and mapped the whole thing out. And from then on, we went out and we started getting it obviously designed, built the prototype. And then now we're basically, you know, at the stage where we're going to be launching in, in on 1st of September. So... That's where how and how Locomate started. Now, I guess, yeah, did you have any questions? Yeah, I think firstly, thank you so much for sharing the story because it's mm-hmm. so powerful when it's, of course, something that you have experienced yourself. And I'm sure that this is not something that, and I'm sure you'll get into this as well, that it's not something that has just been unique to you, but I'm sure to a lot of your peers as well, it's something that, by the sounds of things, there's been a lot of a lack of transparency into the whole sort of hiring and onboarding of these temporary locomats to or locums <laughs> to support yeah. different pharmacies. So how has it yeah. been received by industry, this idea? Yes. Yep. So it's interesting you mentioned that because, you know, I was like, is this something that I'm experiencing on my like by myself? Am I the only one who's going through these frustrations? And so when we did our market research, I mean, obviously I spoke to a lot of other pharmacist owner friends. And when I approached a lot of independent owners and group owners, they just, they were crying out for that. This is what the industry has needed. And, you know, transparency is one thing, but there were so many other issues involved with the whole process. I mean, lack of clarity over wages and rates. Then there was obviously the lack of communication between locums. So we cannot at this stage really openly communicate freely with the locums who are coming into our store. And so that's a big barrier in being able to pass or transfer information for their shift so that they could seamlessly come in and be able to do their work. You know, I can't currently be able to show or tell them that this is the software that we use to be able to dispense prescriptions. These are the services we provide. We know we service nursing homes or we f- provide pharmacotherapy, which is like methadone or opioid dispensing, substitution dispensing. So these were the frustrations I was sharing as an owner and a manager. And then on the flip side, when we spoke to locums and also myself having been a locum for a short stint at the start of my career, we realized that just as frustrated as we were at these things, they also shared the same thing in a matter of fact, in the sense that the information that they weren't getting also hindered them from being able to do their job properly as well. So sometimes they felt also like 
a transaction in the community. So they felt like they were just hired to do the work, but didn't really felt like they belonged anywhere as well. So for Mm. them, it was, they were kind of just, it didn't have that support either to be able to then get the feedback, the nurturing, to be able to go out and do their job to the best of their ability. So Mm. what we ultimately wanted to do was change the experience for both parties because obviously right now the experience is just not great for either person like either the pharmacy or the locum and hence that's what is breeding this lack of quality lack of the increased frustration everything that's involved with that so when we took it out to the industry and we spoke to some key players the feedback was this is fantastic and especially what really cemented that for us was when we attended the APP conference earlier this year and it's the biggest pharmacy conference in Australia so when we 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 decided you know we'll bite the bullet we'll get a booth and we'll see how we go and it was phenomenal it's probably one of the best things we did because we not only did we make a lot of key contacts and met a lot of key players in the industry but it really allowed us to realize and validate the idea and know that we were on the right track. We were really onto something that was going to change the industry, a real game changer, as a lot of people put it. It really does sound like it. And so this area sounded like it's been really ripe for disruption and the disruptor that you, the sort of the area that you're replacing, if I understand correctly, is more sort of traditional temp agency staffing and recruiting firms. Is that correct? That's correct. So, you know, one of our little tagline is we connect pharmacies and locums directly. So, you know, we're removing that middle person out of the mix. Mm. So traditionally, you know, your traditional recruitment model is, you know, the agencies deal with with everything. And in that mix, like the the experience is lost for like the pharmacy and the locum. So what we're doing is we're giving that independence back to both the locum and the pharmacy so they can freely either post a job and then also accept jobs. So that's the whole game changing and the shift in the whole traditional recruitment model. Yeah, that's, that's great. So touching on that, can you just walk us through your business model and how yep. you think if this will evolve over time, how, how that would be? Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, currently agencies charge a booking fee per shift. So that can range anywhere between $50 to $100. And that's just an accepted, you know, shift fee that you are expected to pay. And so when we spoke to a lot of pharmacy owners or managers at the conference, and when they asked us, we said, you know what, we're going to probably put in an application fee. So to be able to use the app for sh- per shift. And, you know, if it's $50, is what we're sticking with, but no higher than that. So mm. then obviously that, again, will help to reduce so that, you know, if you're hiring a locum towards, say, within 24 hours of a shift, sometimes that fee can go up to $100 because it's a mm. last-minute shift. We're taking all that out. It's a flat application fee that will be applied. And in the process of that, you know, big groups that we might work with, there might be other models around that in terms of discounts for, you know, four weeks of shifts. You're not going to pay $50 to per day if you've got four weeks of leave booked. You know, this will then get discounted if, as, as time goes on. If there's more shifts per weeks or per days, then that will reduce as well. And then, you know, as we've gone through this process, there's, there's other models that we are considering as well. You know, there's obviously affiliate models there's the potential to have some education and stuff embedded in there as well so there is still things we're exploring and obviously as we grow these things will come to front and center a little bit more 
Mm. That's fantastic. It sounds very competitive what you're offering on the market um, today. And so you're in Australia, Kavita, and I know that you're going to be launching, as you said, in the beginning of September. So I know there's a very intense four weeks ahead for you. And I also understand that based upon your market research, that there is nothing on the market today that serves the industry in exactly the same way that Locomat does. So yeah. how are you guys going to make sure that you can capture the market really, really quickly with this opportunity that you have? Yep. So this was one thing that we we thought initially when we first came up with this solution of Locomate, we were like, the pharmacies, getting the pharmacies on board is going to be very difficult because, you know, we, we might have to knock on every pharmacy's door to be able to get their buy-in. But mm. as we've gone through this process, we've realised that, you know, speaking at group levels and speaking to group owners, they want this for all their stores. So, you know, hopefully getting that relationship with them and seeing that the benefits that it's going to bring at a group level and to all their member stores, that's been quite good for us in terms of having that relationship and then for them to be able to send it out to their store. So pharmacy-wise, like getting the pharmacies on board, we're building up really good relationships with a lot of groups in the market. Mm -hmm. Now, the locums has been where a lot of our marketing efforts have been. We have done a lot of social media marketing via LinkedIn, Facebook. There's been a lot of emails, et cetera. So there is a steady stream of locums joining up to the platform. And we've just, you know, we've noticed that the more that we are out there on social media and through marketing, that we are getting a lot of interest building up through the locums as well. So by the time we're ready to launch, and and when we do launch, it's going to be quite a phased approach as well. So starting off in Melbourne with a small group and slowly building that out until we've, you know, getting that feedback from these groups and these pharmacies so that we can iron out these bugs and slowly, slowly roll it out with Melbourne, then go towards, you know, Sydney, Queensland, Perth and and throughout all of Australia until we can go nationally. But we wanted to do it slow and steady so that we Mm. can get all these feedback on board so that we are rolling out this product so that it serves the community in the way that we want it. We're getting that feedback from the locums and we're getting that feedback from the pharmacies to exactly what's required. Yeah, that's, that sounds uh, really smart. And from a regulatory perspective, is it the same yeah. across all the states in Australia or does it change in some way? Like some, You need to make some sort of ad- adaptations to your yeah. offering. Yep. So majority of Australia, everything is quite similar, but there will be different, slightly different regulations in different states. And this will be related to quite more about the medication side of it, or they might have different requirements over, say, for pharmacotherapy, you might need to have some sort of training that you need to do. And so this will all be built in for when we go Mm -hmm. state by state, we will then change the product to be able to compensate for that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds smart. And so yeah. one thing that I was really excited hearing about from your Kaveda before we started recording is the partnership that you're going to be starting. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that and why you see it being so exciting for Locomate? Yeah. So initially when we first started, you know, looking at how we will get onto the market and the industry, we thought we need a strategic partner to be able to roll this out into the into the market. And by that, what we wanted was, you know, people who had a great network that they could 
tap into and help us to be able to grow this platform. So we also wanted to work with people or a group whose vision aligned with ours. And that was to, you know, not only disrupt the market, but as we keep saying, and I keep saying over and over, just to change the experience and build this community, not only for locums, but the pharmacies and hence go out and send this out to the network of people which will allow us to do that. And so we've managed to, we're in the process of being able to to find that partner and, you know, someone who's going to open up the doors, help us to get into the areas that we need to, and then eventually also help us to have that strong relationship so that we can then roll this out into other industries or other healthcare industries. Because, you know, one thing we've learned from all this is that this, application and this platform can be replicated into other industries and other industries need this just as much as pharmacy does. So, Mm. you know, teaching and nursing and other healthcare industries. I mean, I remember speaking to one of the, when we were going through the prototype and stuff, and this guy said, oh, my wife's a vet. You know, she's, she would love something like this. She gets a message at like 5am in the morning. Can somebody come and relieve, you know, a vet or whoever's called in sick? I'm like, well, there you go. So, I mean, Pharmacy is where we're starting because that's my domain expertise. Mm -hmm. I'm in pharmacy and it's good to start here. But this whole thing can be replicated in other industries. And that's, you know, eventually we wanted to partner with people who who could take us there as well. So it's very exciting with this whole JV that, you know, we will be working with people, like-minded people who, who share the same vision as us. And that was the main thing that we, we wanted to, we want to do it with people who are going to be in it for the long term and take mm. it to where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. And mm. now during this sort of time period where you and Serge were sort of sitting at the coffee table to being yeah. four weeks before your launch, <laughs> how has your thinking on the market and on what Locomate could have been, how has it sort of really evolved during that time period? Yeah. I mean, like initially we started off with, hey, let's just get a system and automation of the process of just hiring a locum, right? But from then mm. on, like as we've gone through the process and the steps, I'm like, and I've spoken to locums and I've spoken to farms, I'm like, we really, a whole chain thinking around what we want to create through Locomate has changed. So, we want, to, we want to build this community where people feel like they have a home, especially locums, you know, who when speaking to them, they felt like they didn't really belong there. Like as an employee, you're part of a team, you're part of a store. Locums don't have that. And so mm. what we want to do is really, you know, they can come to Locomate. They're part of Locomate. They'll get, you know, a whole heap of support from us in terms of, you know, feedback to help with their training and development. And likewise for pharmacies, I mean, pharmacies get feedback at the end of every shift as well. Hey, let's have a chat. This is what you're getting. You know, how about we chat about what it is that we can improve on from a pharmacy level. And I think that's one thing that's very key to this is the feedback mechanism Mm. that we've put in place because everyone needs feedback, regardless of whether you are a CEO or owner of a company or whether you're an employee, feedback is what makes you do your job better. And Mm. that improves quality. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to improve quality, trying to improve the experience. And so, you know, we've gone from just creating an app just to make the process easier to now having a more holistic approach to the whole process. And especially around the people side of it and the training side of it, which is something I'm very passionate about. Mm, that's fantastic. And with GigaPay, since we're working with a lot of marketplaces, we see this being a really big 
piece of the puzzle that marketplaces need to solve is how do you build this community around those that are sort of performing work that's being facilitated through the marketplace and you're so right Kavita being able to provide a platform where they can sort of get together and help them improve and help them sort of build this sort of network themselves is going to be really I think exciting for the ones who are going to be doing work on Locomate as well. Yeah exactly. So I have just one last question for you because yeah. you, you're, you're about to get to Locomate up and running and you've done sort of, you've achieved so much in this, in this short period of time, I would say, and in finding your partnership, your key partnership that you have going at a group level and, and validating this is actually something that the market needs. To any entrepreneurs out there that are looking to start their own platform within a specific niche, what would you say are your top three pieces of advice? Top three pieces of advice. Okay. I think one of the biggest things, and Serge and I talk about this all the time, and considering we've got two kids and, you know, we're a bit further along in our career, but it's the taking the risk and we backed ourselves. Like it's a big thing to go, okay, I can eventually be working on this full time and, you know, potential loss in the salary that you've been used to, et cetera. But if you believe in this idea, this concept, you need to take that risk and go all in. And I think that's what's helped both of us that we've just gone, you know what, we need to give this all of our time and effort and strength and everything we have because we believed in it so much. So that would be one of my advice is just back yourself. If you really believe in it, back yourself. The other thing was that we really changed the course of how we dealt with people and partnerships, et cetera, was setting our company values. And I can't explain how much and how important that is, that once you set your values, every interaction and everything you do, will you'll always go back to your company values. And it was something that one of the marketing people that we work with asked us to do quite early on. And it really changed how we approached decisions, who we wanted to connect with, who we thought could align with our values as well. And so when I talk about these JV partnerships, et cetera, and even partnerships with pharmacies and other providers in the market, it's always, we always step back and go, does this align with our company visions and our company goals and values? So definitely that's one thing that I would recommend to any entrepreneurs is set your values up early on so you know that you're always going to be comfortable with all your decision-making as well. And I guess the last piece of advice is make sure you have a key set of people that can act as mentors for you so that you can get that advice that you need when required because you know what? Sergio, I have never done a startup before. We've never started a company from the ground up. And this is where we needed to either get the advice or mentorship from people or at least go and seek those skill sets because we have to admit that we don't know it. And that's another thing. Just admit that you don't know it. So go out and get the people who do and trust in that process because try and do it all yourself. It's just not It'll just save you a lot more time and headache and effort. And you will learn from the process as well. So good mentorship and getting the right people for the right skills or job that you require is is very important to making the whole process a lot easier as well. Mm, That's fantastic. I love that. So if I just repeat, so the first one is back yourself. The second is define your values early on. 
And then Mm -hmm. the third one is finding mentors and those with the right sort of skill set to complement you and to help you take you to your next sort of step in the journey. Is that right? That's correct, Raya. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. I'm really inspired talking with you, Kavita, and I'm just so impressed by what you've done and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Locomate, first to conquering Australia, no doubts, and then the rest of the world, hopefully. So uh, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. It's been wonderful talking to you. And you, from the start, like when we first connected over this a few months back, your support and your excitement was so exciting to us. As soon as you said, come join me, I was like, I have to be on this podcast with Raya. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's just a lot of enthusiasm and we love it. So thank you. Thank you for leaving in us. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Kavita. Make sure to subscribe and to find out more, go to gigapay.co forward slash gigapod.